Hi everyone, this is Prasha here and welcome to Voice Notes. Today I want to talk about conflict management. How do you resolve a conflict? This is a question that's asked in interviews. This is a question that's asked in, um, you know, any kind of promotions. Uh, This is a question that sometimes we just prepare for it during the interview time and then we forget all about it. So today I just want to give you an actual method to resolve conflicts with ease and with confidence and then realize that it's not just an interview question, it's a life skill. You're always going to have conflicts, you're always going to have issues, you're always probably going to have misunderstandings and missteps in life. If you're doing anything of value, if you're leaving your house, somebody is going to be upset with you at some point in life. Right? Like we can't make anything but everybody happy. Hopefully you will get better at it and you'll have less and less conflicts. But women tend to avoid conflicts altogether. And we tend to be perfect. We tend to be like, I can't make anybody mad. And oh my God. And then we have a lot of confidence chipping away during this process of avoiding conflict. So I want to empower you with tools to deal with conflict, not avoid them, actually face them head on, actually even start them when needed. So I'm not saying that you're going to fight with people, but you should have the courage to disagree. You should have the courage to raise your hand and say, no, I don't agree with this. You should have the courage to say, hey, this is wrong, right? So conflict management is a very important tool to live a powerful life and to make an impact in anybody's life, in any organization, in a team, in a family, But if you keep avoiding conflict, then you're continuously doubting yourself and you're continuously living a mirage. You're living in a mirage and an illusion that you think nothing will ever go wrong or nothing, nobody will ever be upset with you and suddenly the whole world world falls apart when that happens. Good leaders always have plans, backup plans. They estimate all the ways things can go wrong and then they prepare for it. So conflict management is also like that. Hey, I can get into a conflict because there are different personalities, there are different you know, emotions, there are different people that I have to deal with in my life. So let me prepare for that. You will have conflict management. You, you'll need conflict management even with your kids, right? Even with your partner. So never underestimate the power of conflict management. So let me teach you some tools, okay? So the first tool I want to teach is, again, do not avoid conflict. Please don't avoid it. People are very proud of saying, I'm not confrontational. And I'm like, okay, this is not a thing to be proud of. I don't want you to be super confrontational or be, you know, a pain in the rear for someone. But I also don't want you to be the opposite where you don't say anything, even when people are being doing wrong things to you or even when people are not being nice to you. Right. So I want to empower you that conflict is not a bad thing. So number one, this is the most important thing you're going to learn today. Conflict is a good thing. Conflict doesn't have to be dramatic. It doesn't have to be so much drama and and stress, it can be a tool for us to learn and grow. Okay, so please do not avoid it. If you are facing a conflict and you're a part of the academy right now, please send me a message. Tell me what's going on and we'll build a custom plan for you to work through that conflict. Does that make sense? If you're in the academy right now, do this. If you're not in the academy, then just listen to the rest of the steps and they will work for you too. And then if you want me to make more episodes on this topic, then I'll do more. Maybe one of the examples that I get from the, um, from the clients that I have in the academy right now, I can make an episode on that exact example as well. So we'll continue to talk about this topic. It's a very important topic. 
So number two, what you want to do whenever you're in a conflict situation, I love to take a break. So that means take 24 hours off. So whether you're at work or whether you are in a business online, maybe it's an Instagram post that somebody said something about, maybe it's a conflict with a family member, we have a tendency to just keep growing the conflict by fighting or by defending ourselves or by, you know, continuously, you know, talking about the topic. And that just makes things very, very worse. What you want to do is actually take a break from the whole thing for 24 hours. And really de-escalate the energy. So let's say somebody's super mad at you at work, your manager or somebody. What you want to first do is, okay, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Uh, I, have, I have made some notes. I'm actually going to take the rest of the day off to work through what you told me. And then how about I come back to you tomorrow with my insights on it or with my inputs on it? Because then you de-escalated it. Okay, uh, I had a, a colleague, I think I told that story before, but I had a colleague where she pushed me. Yeah, she pushed me out of her office. It was physical act of violence. And that day, I was so angry. But what I did was I just went home. I said, I can't deal with this right now. I'm going to look at it tomorrow. So I told my HR that, you know, something has happened. I'll tell you more, but I really need to go home right now. And I told my manager and I just went home. I took a nice shower, I tried to calm down, I wrote in my journal, I didn't tell my husband, I didn't like freak out, I tried to calm down as much as possible, relax. Next day I went back to work and then first thing in the morning I detailed the incident in an email. So I told the exact situation that had unfolded and I sent it to my HR. But that 24 hours gap gave me place to breathe it took the emotion out of the situation and it helped me frame this situation in the most objective way because if I wrote an email right after that happened I'm pretty sure I would have gotten myself into trouble too right because I would have said something that I would have regretted right if I stayed in that room with her and kept yelling I may have done something stupid so it is very, very important that you learn to de-escalate situations. And the best way I can teach you is take a 24-hour break from the topic. If you're fighting with your mom and it's just getting out of control, be like, I don't want to talk about this right now. I'll call you tomorrow. I've done that many times because if I stay on the call, I'll keep making it worse. If you're having a disagreement or a conflict with your husband, do the same thing. We have a very simple rule in our house. If me and Nick are not getting along, we or something is bothering us or there is a conflict in the air, we will really take physical breaks. So I'll say, okay, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to go to my happy place and I'll come see you in an hour or I'll see you in two hours. And this, just this act has kept our marriage quite strong, I would say, because we don't escalate conflicts. We try to de-escalate them. So always do that as a leader in all situations, with kids also. If kids are freaking out and you're freaking out and everyone's freaking out, it's not going to help anybody. Tell the kids, you know, time out. Time out. Leave the house. Tell your husband, take care of the kids. Go somewhere happy. Uh, my, my happy place is Barnes & Nobles. I love there. It's really close to our house. I just go there, decompress, get a coffee, feel better, then come back. So number two is take a break. Always take a break. Get your thoughts together. Number three, try your best in a conflict situation to be as objective as possible with what is the outcome. So what are we fighting about? 
so a lot of times when people are con- in a conflict everybody wants to be right and i think that screws up everything your manager wants to be right you want to be right but in the end both of you want actually objectively want what's best for the company right so if you can be the bigger person and see that big picture like if you can go out like you can zoom out and see what is the big objective here why are we actually having this conversation and then once you can identify that big vision and the big big common ground then you can lead people in that direction so for example if if i am having a conflict in terms of like with my client for example if my client is saying oh i want to do this and i'm saying no i think maybe this is a better approach so if i start fighting or saying no no my approach is right and yours is wrong then we will have a bigger gap between each other so what happens is people start shutting down people start like not being honest with you people start this mistrusting you because they don't feel understood or heard so what you want to do instead is okay i hear you i think there's some some connect, misconnection here do you agree that we're both talking about this outcome right do, do we both agree that you're trying to make $5000 she's going to say yes okay you're trying to make $5000 all right so the approach that i'm suggesting is this is how you can make $5000 and the approach you're suggesting is that this is how you can make $5000 is that correct so that means you're getting your facts straight because in anger and in high stress situations we don't process information properly so it's very important to say the specifics one more time make sure everybody agrees yes okay perfect so how about right how about we put both the ideas off the table and just focus on this big goal of like making 5000 what are some other ideas you think we can work with let's think out of the box for a minute that diffuses the situation they're going to come up with some ideas you're like okay wait a minute this sounds good and then both of you now suddenly from from the objective of i'm right versus you're right you both go on to thinking about the goal together which then brings you closer and now she trusts you because she's saying okay she has my best interest in mind right it's not a trick it's just how it should be and then of course there are chances that what she had proposed from the beginning is the right way to go what i had proposed was probably not right the way not not the right way to go but because we're focusing on the goal we're going to evaluate that together right so always 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 close the gap don't open it further and ego ego will always get in the way of conflict management so always learn to keep your ego aside and the way you do it is by focusing and refocusing on the goal as many times as possible imagine if you have a big group and everybody's fighting or everybody has a conflict on oh do it my way do it my way do it my way the way a leader would lead that conversation would be okay yeah i hear you guys i get it i think all ideas are wonderful but can you please tell me what is the goal here what are we trying to accomplish right can you just tell me what are we trying to accomplish together and then use words like this we together accomplish future right that way people start dissociating with their egos and they get focused on the goal because at the end of the day we're fighting for probably fighting for the same goal if we're fighting for different goals if two people have different agendas and objectives then again that break that you take will help you formulate your agenda in a more positive way and it'll help you present that to the next person because it's a sales process either you're selling an idea or you're selling an opinion 
you're selling what you think should be done. Either way, you have to get objective and creative with it. All right. And number four is empathy. In conflict management, you should always have empathy for another person. I think people forget this all the time or they get too empathetic. But I want to make sure that you have enough empathy for the other person. So that means if somebody is disagreeing with you, it does not mean they, they hate you. It does not mean that they're a bad person. And I think for women, it's almost like, it's always like, oh, because they disagreed with me, they hate me. It's like, no, 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 no. That again, you're creating bigger gaps between you and the person. Just think about, you know what? Maybe they have an objective. Maybe something's going on in their lives. Maybe they can see something I can't see. Always give the benefit of the doubt to the person. Always assume best intent. Think that even if they're disagreeing, maybe they have their heart is at the right place. This is super, super important conflict management. Don't divide. Always close the gap as much as possible.